congratulations on the new deal. Thank you. Was it uh, overly difficult to get it done? I know this isn't overly fun sometimes, but was this pretty simple? Yeah, you know, I think uh, out of all my experience in pro football, it was uh, it was just the easiest, and it was handled great. And you know, we 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 wanted to be here, and, and they wanted me here, so so it worked out. You know, I remember when you came from the XFL and you said, look, we're just going to be here for the year. Then we're going to try it. We're going to see if we like it. We'll see what happens. So obviously it went well, despite, you know, the season not going the way you and anyone wanted. But uh, what sold you on the organization? What sold you on, you know, what other factors, the city, that sort of thing? Yeah, I mean, we speaks for itself, but you know, the Edmonton Oaks, Edmonton's a, a prideful city, and they got a they got a great fan base. You know, even though we weren't putting up the the wins like we wanted to, that stadium was rocking every every home game we had. So uh, that obviously adds to it. It's a lot of fun. I think the organization as a whole is 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 as top notch as any I've been a part of. Uh, I really do believe Coach Jones is a great leader, great head coach, and and he put us in positions to, to win where we were. You know. When you look back at our at our scheduling and some some of the things that happened, it was you know a lot of it was just us kind of finding ways to lose. You know, we were yeah. prepared. We you know we'd start the games fast. Sometimes you know, and it's football, right? Plays happen and things happen. But I, I always felt like we were always in the game, and then you know we'd kind of find a way to, for it to spiral. And so um, you know that's a testament to the coaching staff. Obviously, you know I'm a big fan of our offensive line coach. And that was one of the reasons why I wanted to come back and coach Sorrels. And on top of that, I really do feel like we got a good group of guys. I enjoyed the locker room. Uh, I had a blast being a part of this team. And, you know, I want to continue and, and get this thing heading in the right direction. And when you look at the roster heading into 24, and, you know, we're still, you know, outside of free agency still. So there'll probably be some tweaks. But pretty much the roster you see is the roster you're going you're gonna to go with at training camp. Speak about having the same roster intact to go through what you've learned. And you talked about it. There are so many games that got away from you, unfortunately. And a lot of times you, I, I would agree with you. You did beat yourselves, but going with that experience with the same group in the 24 that, you know, hopefully you've learned from those experiences and uh, experience can be a great teacher, even if you lose. Yeah, for sure. I mean, uh, 100%, like you said, experience is, is a great teacher. The only way there's growth is is through failure. And so I think having the same guys and the core group of guys that have been around, been through it. And, you know, I'm I'm relatively new. There's guys who before me have kind of been through it. So uh, I think that just helps, right? Everyone's chip on the shoulder gets a little bit bigger. And and like I said, it's it's a group of men all trying to get in the right direction. And and that's, that's what we're trying to do. And, and the locker room culture is there coaching staffs there it's it's just uh it's just getting it done on the football field uh tell me brett and i'm speaking with brett boyko offensive lineman of your edmonton elks uh when you came in uh it was i believe just before the game in saskatchewan so you were i believe the six old lineman and then you were thrust into the right tackle spot in the home game against hamilton and you spent the remaining 13 games there uh, tell me about uh, your comfortability with the position and getting comfortable with the with the group because the group really didn't change all that much. Uh, uh, you know, the, you were pretty fortunate injury wise to to go with the same group. I think Foucault got hurt a couple times with his back, but overall, tell me about that process of of getting thrown into the mix there and getting comfortable with everyone. Yeah, I mean, I think for me, just just personally, it was like right tackle was a big jump for me. I know I had some experience prior you know, a, a couple of times, but 
I think the unfortunate factor for me was that 2019 season. I was hurt the whole year, still tried to play. So it was kind of you're out there on one leg trying yeah. to just do your best, you know, almost just battling for the team. That's kind of what I was trying to do. And uh, and then that kind of hurts you, you know. You kind of put out some bad film, things like that. And and so that was kind of a, a struggle in itself. And then the year we had the COVID year and then the year in Sask where I was just kind of, you know, I had that year in 2019 where I was coming off hurt, hadn't really played before that, I was kind of coming from the NFL and stuff. So um, it was just kind of finding my spot, right? And I was always a lot more comfortable on the left side than the right side. And then Sask happened and I got sick in training camp, lost like 20 pounds. And so you just kind of finding your your fix, right? You started at left tackle, then they ended up moving me to right. And, and so right tackle was always kind of something where I wasn't really that comfortable with. Um, I think, you know, and even in the XFL this last year playing left tackle, I I think when I got here, for me, it was just like, you know what, I'm just going to do me and, and go out there. And, you know, like I said, we really we do have a, a really good O-line coach who who I appreciate a lot and is very helpful and, and, and he's a great coach. So it's just taking what he's teaching me and, and, and trying to just go out there and trust myself and, and just play football. And so I think I was fortunate enough to do that. Um, and like I said, this year stayed healthy. So it was a, it was, it was a really fun year for me just in that. And it was, you know, a big sigh of relief to make it through the year in one piece and, and just look forward to the future. So that's another thing while I'm just excited for this going forward. But in terms of the team, the O-line group welcomed me right in, you know, I knew some guys previously from, from different stints and, and things like that. And so there was previous friendships, but the group as a whole was great. It was a great team to be a part of great O-line group to be a part of. And, you know, they welcomed me in where it was such an easy transition for me. Like I basically just had to focus on, on playing the position of right tackle, which granted was a little new for me, but I knew it eventually, you know, it would take a couple games and I would, I would kind of figure it out. Right. So, um, in terms of that, there was no really like I didn't feel any animosity, anything like that. It was everyone was really welcoming. And, and like I said, it was a group that's trying to get this ship right. Everyone's trying to get on the right right page and, and get the W's flying in the wind column. Speaking with offensive lineman of your Edmonton Elks, uh, Brett Boyko, signing a two-year contract extension. All right, a new voice in the huddle, McLeod Bethel Thompson, which has got a lot of people, uh, got a lot of people's attention. And uh, tell me about your reaction when you learned that the uh, Elks had signed uh, McLeod. Yeah, you know, I mean, I think Trey did a great job for us to finish out the year, and I think I think he did a lot of things really well. I just, you know, it's, you see a big name like that come in and it's like, okay, we're, we're, we're putting all the chips on the table and we're going win now mode and let's try and get this job done. Now, I, I'm not saying that I don't know if Trey would have, you know, not gotten it done this year or whatever. I don't know that and that remains to be seen. But um, I think it's going to bring a veteran presence. He's going to bring a lot of leadership and, and he's a guy who's won in this league and done extremely well as a quarterback in this league. So, um, he brings a lot to it. I heard he's a great guy, and and I'm excited to to get to uh, get to play with him. And um, yeah, I'm just overall excited because it's you know we're just trying to add add to the gr- group depth. We're just trying to add to the room, trying to trying to get this thing pointing in the right direction. And so I'm I'm looking forward to him, and I think he's going to bring a lot to the table. Yeah, and and on on the point of a of a veteran coming in, and this is not to disparage Trey at all or even Taylor, but. In general, having that veteran voice, someone who has won Grey Cups, been part of a Grey Cup, helped the Argos to a, a Grey Cup, and someone who prepares so well, and someone who's a fiery competitor, and someone who can bring that leadership within the huddle. In general, how much does this team need that? Yeah, I think, you know, it's, it's like I said, you're kind of looking at, if you look at our season last year, I mean, I know I came in, what was it, week five or week six, whatever mm-hmm. it may be, but when it, when you look at the season, a lot of it was just games lost, right? It was it was mistakes and that's not all on the quarterback. You know, there's, 
mistakes everywhere. I make mistakes. Everyone makes mistakes. You know, it's football. Things happen, right? And, and kudos to the other team because they make plays. But when you're adding a guy who's won and who's been there, done that, and who adds a certain poise and, and kind of an element to the game where it's like, hey, I've been here. I know what to do. I know how to handle the right situation. Then it definitely helps the team, right? It, it boosts the morale. It helps keep everyone calm in the huddle. It's it's just an added benefit of leadership in that in those situations. And and a guy like McLeod, you know, McLeod Bethel Thompson, he's got a lot of playing experience. So, um, you know, he's kind of been in almost all situations that uh, that have uh, you know come up. And obviously, the CFL season's a long season. And you want to get to the dance, you know, everyone. Yeah. yeah. You'd love to win the division. Obviously everyone wants to host playoff games and whatever, but at the end of the day, you just got to get to the dance because in the CFL, the disparities, the, this disparity isn't, isn't large, you know? Um, so we, you know, had last year, you know, two teams that were in the great cup, we had them on the ropes twice, you know? So there was uh, you know, there was opportunities for us and we were not a playoff team. So it's, it's just yeah. about getting to the dance and you had a guy like that, with uh, veteran leadership and, and like I said, a guy who's a playmaker and, and like you said, a guy who prepares the right way and is a pro's pro, um, it's it's only going to add to it. So can't base it all on last year and we're and we're heading forward and, and I think, you know, that's that's what we're all excited about. And finally, and you mentioned it, heading forward, there's expectations. I mean, it's, you, you, real, you really sense it's win now and not that you didn't want to win last year or that it wasn't important last year, but going through what you went through last year and some players, the, you know, in 22, and there's a smattering that's here from 21 uh, wins have to come very, very fast for this team. You know, and I think, I think that's, what's tough is because especially when you brace, like when you base it all on expectations, we have a lot of talent, you know, we yeah. have a lot of good players on the Edmonton Oaks. And so it has been, you know, we have underachieved and especially in the room that we have, like, you know, offensive line wise, the just the the locker room. We ha- we have a talented group that should be better than what we have been in the past. So it is win now. It's always win now. But when you see the guys like you said, and, and everyone's been together, and the chips on the shoulders get bigger, and we're all grinding together, you know, it's it's pushing everyone t- towards you know what we feel like we want to go out there and earn. And uh, yeah, we we want to win. We always want to win. You hate to lose. And so uh, yeah, you know, our goals this year is is to approach you know, every game, like, like we're the, we're the team to be. And so that's, that's kind of what our mindset's got to be. You know, we got to be confident in that and, and we're going to go out there in 2024, a new year.